Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. This hour is brought to you by Menards. Save big money at Menards. The Bernstein and Holmes Show. Middays 10 a.m. till 2 on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Dan Bernstein. I would just say, sit tight. My feeling is still that the first move is maybe closer than we think. Lawrence Holmes. This is a well-orchestrated plan of attack by polls to use one of the things at his disposal. The media. There has been a trade for the number one overall pick, the Carolina Panthers and the Chicago Bears making a deal. So the Bears keep Justin Fields, get a one in next year's draft, get a two in this year's draft, a two in the 2025 draft, and now throw DJ Moore out on the field with Mooney and Claypool with this running attack. Way to go, Ryan Poles. I love this move. Love it. And now Walker fires downfield, looking for D.J. Moore. Oh, the end my zone. God! It's a diving catch for a Panthers touchdown. Wow! 62 yards! Bernstein and Holmes, your midday destination for Chicago sports talk. Lovey, uh, he helped y'all out, didn't he? On Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. What make you? Yeah! Bears Monday. You said it, Lawrence. I guess the instinct, the impressions that we got, we were trying to sift through every data point we had about how Ryan Poles was carrying himself. You always call it lying season. You know, what was desperation? What was jawboning the market? However, he did it, whatever was out there, not bad. Pretty, pretty, pretty good pretty damn good by Ryan Poles to get everything that he needed and I Friday I'm just standing there going like I'm literally standing on Central in Phoenix by Odyssey Phoenix and I'm like these mofos pulled off something big and it does so much it it shows a lot of confidence in the quarterback number one because you're out here getting him weapons number two it sets you up for free agency. You don't have to necessarily sift through what is not a great free agency class for wide receivers. Number three, you got yourself some picks, and the pick that you got from Carolina, they're they're not a quarterback away from being a good team. No, they're, they're taking a step back, and that's what the Moore trade tells you is that You've increased the value of the pick for which you just traded because yep. that team is retranching a little bit. They're going to be like, all right, we don't, we're, these last couple years of this terrific wide receiver aren't really going to benefit us at the moment because we're starting over. We're resetting our quarterback clock somehow. So I'm thinking, okay, because that's, that's a top 10 pick minimum, right? Next year. Oh, I think it's easily a top 10. Yeah. It could end up being a top five pick 
depending on on everything with them as a as a team. And I look, I know that Steve Wilkes got a ton out of them. They finished what six and six under him, but they didn't want to keep him as the head coach. They wanted to move in a different direction, and it does feel like hey, we're going to go draft a quarterback and we're going to start things over. We're going to rebuild and it's going to be fine. But that is um that's it's such it's seismic. Like what what this move was for the Bears was absolutely seismic. And it was great to see Ryan Pohl say, "This is what we're on. This is what we're planning on doing." And then going out and executing the plan. Like re- really setting the Bears up for success. Now we have to scrutinize the way that they go about actually drafting. This is something that we still don't have a great book on Ryan Poles because he's only had one draft. But you you got to get better now. And you made your football team better immediately with what it is that you did. You may have also gotten a GM fire. Who? <laughs> Come on, Dan. If if you're Jim Ursay this morning, uh, you're walking down the hall like, "Hey man, hey man, I got some questions. Why are you asleep at the switch, man? <laughs> what are you doing? I got some questions, man. How are we gonna get the quarterback that we want now? Because I, I imagine, and look, because it's lying season, Chris Ballard may have been like, he's lying because. It's lying season. But then you look up on Friday, and I'm sure that Poles was in touch with Houston and with Indy and saying, hey, this is what we're we're getting. And Ballard may have hung up the phone and been like, there's no way he's getting that. We can just wait until we get closer to the draft and let's see what the Texans do and blah, 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 blah. And then then you wait, you, you look up and on Friday afternoon and you go, oh, no. Now there are two teams that have jumped in front of me that need a quarterback. And I know that whatever quarterback the Colts end up with, they're they're going to say, oh, this is the person that we had targeted I was going to say, they can get a quarterback. They'll just have to insist it was the quarterback. Right. And and maybe maybe the quarterback for them is Anthony Richardson. Okay. But regardless okay. of who it is, if they want to stay where they are, there are enough quarterbacks, if by by my math, that you've got Stroud, Young, Levis, Richardson in no particular order. So whoever you get, you get, and then you say, "Well, we got our guy." Right? They're they're going to have to say that, but I'm not sure I would believe them. And if I'm Jim Ursay, I have some really hard questions for Chris Ballard this morning or Friday afternoon. I would have had some really hard questions for him because. You've, you've worked. Your position is now worse than it was Friday morning. Friday morning, you're sitting there going, "Well, we can still negotiate with the Bears, and maybe we can jump up and get that number one pick, and we'll do it on our terms." N- now there are two teams, and and it's it really you have to trust your scouting department that they got it right. Now, now if they were to draft. If they stated, well, there's really no place for them to go either, Dan. Right. Like, that's the other part. Like, you, and and I don't think the Cardinals will do this. I think the Cardinals will just draft Will Anderson and be done with it. But if the Cardinals were to move that pick, like maybe you move that pick 
to Seattle at five, for example, and maybe you still end up with Will Anderson. Then there's another team that while they signed Geno to a, a deal with some guaranteed money for this year, you know, it's really about the guaranteed money this year, not really long term. They could be looking for a quarterback, too. So I, I love that Ryan Poles did this before free agency. That's what I was hoping for. I was hoping that along with draft picks, what he would get would be a player that can have an impact on the 2023 and beyond Chicago Bears. And he did that. And he did that at a position that is not very strong in free agency. There's, there's a lot to like about this. Even adding the second round pick for this year and what you might be able to do, not just drafting in that spot, but bundling the two second round picks to move up for a higher second round pick. There, That's what I love. And I can't wait till we talk to Matt Bowen later on in the show because of how strong this draft supposedly is between one and 55 that there's now an opportunity for the bears to get better quicker because of the moves that they made and having your, I don't want to say you're done with the wide receiver room, but you're not in a position of need anymore with the, with the wide receiver room. It's, it's a little bit more of a luxury because you can legitimately say I have two wide receivers that I have confidence in what they can do. And another wide receiver that's probably better off when we give him the ball in space and let him use that big body to get down the field and chase Claypool. And and now you got that. Like he you you have made your wide receiver room so much better just by adding one person to it and and doing it from top down. Yet like even with Claypool last year, I kind of felt like Eh, it's an interesting move, but you're really just kind of adding from the middle. You're not adding from the top. This is clearly a, a a wide receiver one. And now that you have that, the way the defenses are going to play you is going to open things up for the rest of the world. And the fact that this happened on Friday afternoon, too, is like that sort of, you know, that, that so we get that bomb and that carries us into the weekend. And it was it was an easy sports weekend to take in. Everything set up real nice, you know. We had I, I watched a lot of golf just because it, it was it's fun. And Scheffler is just unbelievable. He's just a machine right now. And I was hoping to see him and John Rahm duel it out, but it was he he just he just ran away with it. But flipping with the the basketball games, I didn't really care about. But some were exciting, and you can watch some of the recaps and start setting the brackets, and then you get. The you know you take it to the end of your Sunday you know the Oscars are coming up so I know I'm going to have to cede the, the 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 TV to the 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 wife to take over the red carpet stuff and like all you that. weren't going to watch it no I usually will watch the event but she loves the the build up and all the red carpet and the and, and some of the fashion stuff so it was perfect because they by the time they got through that horrible selection show oh my god oh, what a really disaster rough. of a show that was. But they fi- they get to the end of it. We finally figure out what the bracket is, and they're like, "All right, good. Let's let's uh, get our little sports palate cleanser here and watch some Oscars." And it was it was nice because you didn't have much to do, and like I said, I didn't have a, a, any. I wasn't really 
I didn't care about the outcomes of any of the basketball games, really, but it was still some entertaining stuff to try to you know start seeing some of these names and seeing some of these players and thinking about who you like and, and trying to forecast some of the upsets. But here we go, man. This is this is exactly what we were hoping for. There's another aspect to this too. Mm-hmm. All of that crap that we went through for three weeks of trade Justin Fields, trade Justin Fields. Are they going to trade? And, and for so many people looking around, the out of town stupid on that. The the way this move reinforces our understanding of how ridiculous that all was is very satisfying. Yes, it is, Dan. It was one of the things. Like, I got a big list. I'll, I'll show the people on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 the score. I have a, a whole list of things that I wanted to discuss. And one of them was what this means for how they feel about Justin Fields. And you're right. And like we said a couple weeks ago, there's been some problematic reporting that I think has been one source reporting. And when we saw the report from Jason Lock and Fora, it didn't make a lot of sense. And obviously then people kind of ran with it and, and all this stuff. I love the, the show of support, figuratively and literally, that this means for Justin Fields. Yep. That we're going to get you some help, young man. That we've got, what, what, did, what did Paul say? We've got to see it through. We've got to see. And, and maybe that only means that they want to make sure that they're seeing incremental growth from year two to year three, or maybe they're expecting to see a jump from year two to year three. But the idea of them not using the number one pick to control the draft because they need help in so many different places was ludicrous. Like it, it, I was talking with uh, my buddy Brandon Cristal. I, I went on uh, his show in Denver on Friday night, and, and I was saying how this is I've been covering the Bears full time since 2003. This is the worst Bears team I've ever seen. It, and 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 you when you really start to look at what their needs are in free agency, they they need basically a whole new offensive line and a whole new defensive line. Yeah, the roster still sucks. It's still ba- it's right, still right bad. now it may be the worst it's still the worst roster in the league. But the cool thing is now there's a couple of, of doors and rooms you can close. You can pretty much close the door of, of your wide receiver room. Like, if you go and get wide receiver help, it's piling on, and I like it. Like, don't get me wrong. And you know that your back four is decent. Still need additions there, too, but you know it's decent. Now you can start building the interior, the, the big uglies. You can do all of that, and you have to do that. Like, like Olin was saying, like Baldy was saying, if you're going to – have this quarterback take that next step in his development. He's going to need an offensive line. He's going to need a center that can see the matrix. He's he's going to need some guys that can protect him so that those passing plays can develop and he can win more from the pocket. But yeah, like it really it it almost felt like people didn't watch the games themselves. Like I, I remember inside of that time that you're talking about, Dan, where people are making the argument of trade Justin Fields. Well, he's five and twenty as a starter. Like, okay, now go back and watch the worst game that he played, which was the Washington game. And even in the Washington game, there was a chance for him to win the game. And what happens? 
Darno Mooney drops the ball in the lights mm-hmm. at home. Okay. If you watch the game against the Dolphins, and as I said, when we were sitting here afterwards, if I had flipped those quarterbacks in the game, if, if I took Fields, who clearly Mike McDaniels was enamored with, and I make him the Dolphins quarterback, and I made Tua the Bears quarterback, the Dolphins win that game 50-7. to seven. <laughs> If you look at the game that the, was played between the Eagles and the Bears, you could, in that particular game, make an argument that Justin Fields was the better quarterback inside of that game on that day. So even in the losses last year, you saw stuff that he's, I don't want to say he's close to MVP level, but he's close to making a breakthrough. And if you had better players around him, it'd be easier to to know if he were bad. And he's not bad. He's good. What they just did is made a big, bold statement across the NFL landscape that Justin is our guy going forward. We're going to put pieces in place to support his career, and now we're going to make some huge, significant changes on both sides of the football with multiple high-round picks that you could change your destination for this upcoming season within one draft and one free agency period. Yep. Or as they say in in a knight's in a tale, they can change their stars. And that is both literal and figurative in this case. They took stupid off the table. Yep. They took stupid off the table. All of those hours that were spent on on the national shows in the airport bars and the hotel lobbies yammering stupidity in the ears of American sports fans. Ryan Paul's like, yeah, no, no, no. That's Yeah, we're we're not gonna we're not going to do this based on a lottery ticket where look, if you look at the hit rate of first round quarterbacks, it's not great. Like overall, you have a known commodity that I think you at least know where Justin Fields' floor is. And the ceiling to me is still like you still, I don't know if you even know where that is with him, but you saw glimpses of some things, and even like with some of the red zone passing stuff. I know that we we spend a lot of time focused on Fields and what he was able to do with the run game, but if you looked at some of the decisions that he made in the red zone, that they were better. You saw some of the plays. Obviously, he can get better as a passer. There's no doubt about that. But we're living in a space now where your quarterback has to have some of that that juice that that Fields has where he can make a play out of a disaster. Well, there's another aspect to it, too. In the near term, this is obviously a, a, a major investment in the future of Justin Fields, but it's not without back-end options, and we'll talk about that as we return. We are talking Bears on a Bears Monday. They've made... Maybe the biggest trade in the history of the franchise, one of the biggest trades in the history of Chicago sports happened on Friday afternoon. We are talking about that and a whole lot more on Bernstein and Holmes on the score. Way to go, Ryan Poles. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Bernstein and Holmes. Middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Our guy Ron Hughley. They should have never let Levy walk up during Coach Zetti. Colts playing their ultra-prevent defense on 4th and twenty. Mills fires towards the end zone, and it is caught! Oh my word. Improbable! Akins! It went right through his hands. I thought it was an interception. Lovey, the first game of the season against the Colts, punted when he had a chance to win the game. And mm-hmm. punted and played for the tie. Uh-uh. Not week 18, baby. Lovey's going for it all. Chicago has lost, so basically this play determines right there who will pick first in the draft. Mills to the end zone. It's caught. Akins. And the Houston Texans have retaken the lead. You know what? I feel in retrospect, retroactively, I'm emboldened the way I celebrated that. I just, I I, yeah. I feel gratified that the, uh, our reasons for, oh my God, like what this could mean, and now that he actually has made this trade and built up their assets the way he has, it, it, it just, it's all the more gratifying to know that the celebrations of that were worth it. Like if you had said in that moment, the moment that Aikens caught that, Here's what this is going to mean. If somebody came to you and said it's going to be the ninth pick, this first round the next year, this second round the next year, these picks and DJ Moore. Like, think about how you would have reacted if someone said that's what that just meant. And look, they could have traded and gotten a decent haul for the number two pick too. Sure. But having the number one pick meant they had complete control of what was going to happen in this year's draft. And maybe, you know, I I joke about it, that maybe the next five years in the NFL, because of some of the choices that were made, I've been just trying to figure out, are we doing a statue? Is it Lovey Smith way at, at new soldier field or something? Is that Lawrence, 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 how, how can we celebrate what this man did? And, And think about this. The Texans, because of how poorly run, everything I heard was Lovey went to them and said, so am I the guy? And they gave him a very (laughs) ambiguous answer. Not really. And he was like, all right, bet. Not the guy, huh? Fine. Let's go win. And, And all of that ends up putting into motion what happens. Like, I'm sitting there in the room. With Alex Brown, Lance Briggs, and Dave Wanstead. And and the Bears game had ended, so the show started. The football after show had started. Those guys could not focus 
until the Houston game was over. They were watching it and reacting in real time to all of it. So, yes, it is it is significant what happened in that game. And I know that we're like joking about what we do, what do we do for for Lovey, but Lovey did the Bears a solid by winning that game. You know what I'm thinking about too is the way this is structured and, and the way the the assets are kind of set out here that even if this this is make no mistake this is an investment this is a bet on Justin Fields. But if I'm reading it correctly, even if it doesn't work out, it's not like what Ryan Pace did with Trubisky or Khalil Mack, like they're not totally sold out. Even if, right. e- even if the worst case scenario is Justin Fields isn't it, and I think he is, and I and I'm rooting for him to be, and I'm and I'm willing. I wanted them to bet on it, and I, I I don't even really want to consider this possibility unless I absolutely have to. But that's part of his job. They're kind of covered, right? E- even if. Right. Let's say that it's a disaster this year. You're probably going to end up with a top five pick next year, and you can go after it again if if quarterback is what you need. You can go and, and roll dice again. I like it. I there's nothing not to like about this, Dan. Like there really isn't, and it's part of the reason that I've been telling people don't get tethered to players. Like don't don't be like oh well, uh, gotta have Jalen Carter okay, gotta have Will Anderson. Don't get tethered to players because look at how the dynamics have changed in the last two weeks. Now you could end up with Jalen Carter, which is something that we'll discuss a little bit later on in the show. But don't work like you, people looking at it and say oh well if the Bears trades a four then that no let's see Ryan Poles get all of the assets before you walk into the draft. Let's see where the board is. Because even if we go back to think about what you were thinking and the type of players that you were looking at before Fields got drafted. And the draft board allowed you to go, wait a minute, and forget about everything else that we were thinking. There's now an opportunity that the Bears can get quarterback 1B and and what most people thought throughout the season and then got dumb during the draft, they have a chance to do that at 11. It it makes a world of difference. And and with all of that stuff, all of the, the ammunition that Ryan Poles has gathered up for the Bears, it allows them to do all sorts of stuff. So the, the next few weeks is going to be really fun and entertaining, but we we now like we don't have to play the 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 waiting game on trying to drive up the price and teams getting desperate. I love this move because it allows it allows polls to one get to the salary floor like super smart move bringing in DJ Moore not just from a tactical standpoint but from a salary cap standpoint. Two, you now get to kind of deprioritize wide receiver in your list of things that you need to do. I'm not saying if there isn't if there isn't a great wide receiver talent, you don't take them or you don't go out and spend a little bit of money to keep improving your wide receiver room. You don't go out of your way to ignore it, but you're not chasing it. Right. 
and and you've now eliminated that off of your list of things to do. You you may have gotten the best wide receiver available that we didn't even know to, was available. Correct. We didn't have him on a list anywhere. Any any inkling of him as available. And now he's on the Bears. And now and, he's and, a Bears wide out. And now his career production in yardage. Don't re, read it. Read it bottom up, Dan. Like read that list bottom up and then tell people where DJ Moore would be. Well, the the I, I do this all the time <laughs> because it's really kind of awful. It's terrible. It's so bad. But the the Bears all time. <laughs> Receiving leaders. You want to start at, at ten in yards. Yeah, let's let's go to ten. Actually, let's go to eleven, just because. Okay. All time receiving yards leaders. Allen Robinson is eleventh all time. Wow, he's still playing and actually still looking for work. Interesting, right? Quite honestly, after would he be a bad addition to your team. Wasn't all that interested in playing football last year. But Allen Robinson is at 3561. Number 10 is Ken Cavanaugh. Number 9 is Willie Galt. Number 8 is Marty Booker. Number 7, and now we're into the 4,000-yard the mark here. We're vaulting, uh-huh. vaulting past the number 4 on the front here. That's Matt Forte. Wow. Number 6 is Curtis Conway. <laughs> number 5 all-time in Bears receiving yards is Coach Ditka at 4,503. Is Peyton number he is. number four? Walter Peyton's number four at forty five thirty eight. <laughs> number three, he's a man of many names. His actual name is Alshon Jeffrey. You may call him Ashlon Jeffires, Alshon Jeffries, whatever you want to call him. He's third, forty five forty nine. Number two, he's a pro bowler, hey. Harlan Hill. Forty-six, sixteen, and the number one receiver in Bears history in all-time yards gained. He did it from nineteen fifty-eight to nineteen sixty-seven. Is Johnny Morris? Okay, now Dan, tell me how many yards DJ Moore has put up and where he would rank on the Bears list of wide receivers. DJ Moore's career already in 80 games has produced 5201 <laughs> receiving yards which which would make him by a lot the Bears all-time most productive receiver and he isn't 26 yet. Oh, that's so great. He isn't 26 yet. <laughs> Franchise sucks. So terrible. The great proud Bears tradition is just, I mean, come on, man. Allen Robinson was here for what, three seasons? Yeah. He was a Bear for three seasons, is number 11. Yep. Two of your all time leading receivers in your your top seven are running backs. Mm hmm. And the guy who's number one stopped playing in the 60s. Mm hmm. He was done. Johnny Morris stopped playing two years before I was born. <laughs> Think about that. He's, he was done playing two years before I was born. It is long overdue. He, he stopped playing the year my parents got married. And 
and you've added a 25 year old who is already at the top would already be at the top of your list for wide receiving yards man that is just that is that's it, it that cuts both ways i mean that is it's 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 awesome i mean it's it's, it's also guy. terrible it's pathetic it's horrible Let's get another take on this momentous trade when we come back. Two powerful football minds, those of Nate Tice and Dane Brugler, wait in for a couple minutes on what they think this trade has become. And then we'll talk uh, NCAA. we got to talk a little bit of uh, Selection Sunday and college basketball and everything. And dumb coaches. And dumb coaches and, 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 and a really bad selection show. Yeah. A really, just everything was bad. They didn't know who... Who people were, and the, they were cutting to teams before they were announced. They were announcing the wrong teams. They had cities in the wrong states. They were making up mascot names. It was kind of a disaster. But- oh, by the way, Dan, I got a nice note from Tim Brando. Oh, how sweet! Yeah, he he uh, mentioned on Twitter that he he I guess he had seen it through Barrett's had done a story on it, and he saw it and he thanked me for recognizing what they were trying to do, which was great. That's all very, very cool. Nice of him. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Good dude. All right. That's all coming your way next on The Score. You're listening to Bernstein and Holmes. Middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score. In the Carolina Panthers are giving the Chicago Bears the number nine pick. It is a second rounder this year, a first rounder in 2024, a second rounder in 2025, and... DJ Moore, a top receiver who, of course, has already been paid. So Chicago adds a massive, massive draft haul and a top receiver. That sounds good. Massive, massive draft haul and a top receiver. That's the way to send you into your weekend, man. It's so, so great. And look, I had the added benefit of it being sunny and 80 on Friday. Yeah, you did. Because I was in Phoenix. But just like. You go, wait, what the like the Bears are just out here do like that's what's crazy about all of this is we're seeing the Bears act in a way that they don't ordinarily act. We're seeing a bold and brash GM play poker with the league. Now get and- on hard knocks. You you really want to cut against the grain? You really want to 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 zag instead of zigging and 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 Think everybody make everybody think that you are new and different, and now Kevin Warren has taken over, and the Bears are in new territory. Now go on hard knocks. Doesn't doesn't them because they're eligible to be on hard knocks. Go on hard Does, knocks. Doesn't it strike you as something that Kevin Warren would want to do? Yep. Because it it, it makes the Bears a, a bigger, and I mean they're already kind of a national brand. You see how well the fan base travels and all of that stuff. But I mean, come on. Yep. They're, they're, why? Why not go out there and sell your product and your and your quarterback that has highlights that make people salivate? That is on my list right now. I've got a couple things on my list of next things for the Bears that I would like to have happen. I would like for them to tell David Montgomery, "Thanks for everything. See what you can get in free agency, and if somebody wants to pay you bell cow money, go ahead and take it." I'm okay with that. I I'm okay with uh, again like the the concept of deprioritizing. Yeah, I'm not trying to run I'm, them out of town. It just it, the corollary of the Steve Stone rule about a catcher when he says I like uh, having a catcher who can catch, and that, that's great. And I like a running back who can run. 
Right. And, and I think that there's room for him yes. in, in your backfield. But, yeah, go tell him, hey, look, you're, we love you. We want you to go find the best deal for you. Bring it to us. Bring the deal to us, and then we'll figure out mm-hmm. wh- whether you're going to stay here or not. Like I'm, I'm totally okay with that because you can. I, I don't want to say you can find David Montgomery's necessarily, but you could use a little bit more top line speed at the running back position, and you can find that deep in the draft without making, uh, without spending a lot of money. You can do that. There's free agent news rolling in right now. Just to recap real quick, Chris Lindstrom agreed to a five-year extension with the Falcons. There are There's some tight end movement as well. It looks like Donald Parham is not going to be tendered as an RFA by the Chargers. And also Cam Jordan, defensive end, is reworking his contract with the Saints. Elsewhere, Rob Domofsky says that neither the Packers nor the Jets have any idea what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. Isn't that exactly the way that we thought that 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 like that's what I was saying on Friday where you don't know you don't know with this dude what he's going to do and I don't know what he's waiting on I don't know if there's a bat signal or there's white smoke that he needs to see before he makes his decision but it, it would make things a hell of a lot easier for everyone involved if he got that thing done and you I do think that the the Packers would like to be done with Aaron Rodgers, but those two entities don't seem to be able to let go of each other. And we are just eight minutes and 40 seconds away from the actual start of what's referred to as the free agent negotiating period, but essentially means the actual start of free agency. Correct, where the the tampering portion of it, where you're going to see reported that deals will become uh, uh, legal on Wednesday when the new league year starts. You're going to start seeing that in the next couple of hours. Some teams are already starting to make moves as far as trading people. But you know what? I don't even care that much because it's Bears Monday. It is. How about this? Adam Schefter says the Texans and the Raiders are expected to pursue former Niners quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. The Jets could also get in, but they are in wait and see mode right now. That's one way to put it. <laughs> that's a that's a good way to end up with no quarterback. So is it eleven or is it noon for the start? Just I to confirm, because I get, I'm getting. Confused. I think it's eleven hour time. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, but who knows? All right, just making Here, sure because obviously they're already talking and every, tampering. Right. So it's already hitting the wires with with all of these discussions going on. So we're going to stay on it all day as this stuff goes down. But man, the the Bears set the tone. They said they were going to set the tone. It's just it's so awesome. And somewhere, I I wish that Arturis Karnaschovas could watch what Ryan Poles is doing and just be like, look, here's what I'm going to do, and here's here's how we're going to try to get good in a way that matters as quickly and as intelligently as we can, and we're going to put ourselves out there to do it, and I'm going to tell people what I'm going to do. Like well, that, we, that's were, awesome. we, were, we were almost right on Saturday, by the way. Saturday, that game went down to the last five minutes against the Rockets, and the Bulls were trailing. Yeah, but that last five and a half minutes, they played great. They did. They did, but it's 
it's frustrating. By the way, it is 11 o'clock hour time. Okay, so good. So in a few minutes, the tampering window will commence. We are at T-minus 6 minutes and 30 seconds from the, to the beginning of the tampering window. All right, let's see. Good. Why don't we hear from some people that had some things to say about what the Bears did? Let's do it. This is a couple minutes of the athletic football show, Nate Tyson, Dane Brugler. The DJ Moore edition is probably the cherry on top for what I think is a very good package coming for this pick. I think the Bears nailed this. I really do. I think Ryan Poles nailed it. Moving back to nine, you have so many needs. You're going to find something that works for you as far as the draft, but all the stuff coming back with it. Of course, the 24 first was kind of like inevitable. Whoever was trading for it, that felt like that was probably going to be part of this deal. But getting DJ Moore with this receiver class and this receiver market, I, I think that's fantastic as far as age, what the player is. I, I love it. I really do think that the Bears nailed it, and it made sense for the Panthers, who seem like they got to do it. Like They they seemed like they had marching orders no matter what, uh, that they're going to go for a quarterback. So a lot of this makes sense, but I think the Bears really nailed this trade. DJ Moore was a name that came up, and uh, Nate and I were actually texting about him earlier today, how <laughs> if the Bears wanted to, made it a priority to get a number one or as close to a number one receiver this offseason – could they do better than DJ Moore? That might have been their best option at a clear guy that can be our, our number one in our offense, help Justin Fields, take pressure off Mooney and, and Claypool and uh, the rest of the weapons. So uh, for to make a deal at this point in time, before free agency, I mean, the timeline's interesting, uh, but the Panthers just said, look, we're not going to – we're going to blow you away with our best offer. We're not going to wait. And you have to imagine that the Bears went to the Colts went to maybe a few other teams that showed interest and said, hey, can you beat this? Can you? What's your best offer right now? They couldn't beat it. And so going back from one to nine, is it's a little bit – it's a big jump. But yes. for what they got, I, I love it. Love it for the Bears. It's, it's, it's an amazing move that is potentially franchise-altering. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I really <laughs> – I can't wait to see how this plays out in Indy. Like I, I really can't, cause you know, there's there's re, there's legit a chance that Arizona dangles that number three, and they're like, does anyone else want a quarterback? And then the Colts are like, wait, what? What just happened? And and get stuck with with Will Levis. And then they'll say, we got our guy, Will Levis. It's the guy we wanted the whole time. It's the guy that we wanted the whole time. He doesn't play very far. He plays down the road. We were able to get our scouts to Lexington, and they were able to watch him limp his way through a season where his team was ranked ninth and finished with eight wins. And da 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 da. And then we'll say, you're fired. "No, <laughs> you're fired." <laughs> then we say, "No, you're." You're lying. You're, you're lying. When we come back, let's look at the brackets. Let's check in on the local teams. Let's see is the dust settled and we've got our NCAA tournament all set up. Illinois is in. Northwestern is in. North Carolina is out and they are they're not and going they're to get- like you you can have your NIT <laughs> yep. tournament. We are the University of North Carolina. No, thank the you. The NIT is beneath us because we are the <laughs> University of North Carolina. Okay, cool. All we were right. in the national championship game next year. You know what you can do with your stupid NIT tournament? You can take it, shine it up, turn it sideways, and stick it up your 
and and Clark Kellogg gave us a new basketball team. I'm very excited. And they made, oh, good. Are they, they in the tournament? I think they are. I think they're my new favorite team. That's coming up right, next good. on The Score. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.